footy and Frothy's Daggy and Barney with you about half hour later than we expected due to some hilarious miscommunication. How are you, David? <laughs> That's never happened before. No. Yeah, you come pretty well, mate. How, how are you? No, I'm all right. All right. Just knocked off a Luxa, so we might have to do this show in three stints, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> Need an extended break somewhere yeah, through the middle. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, a lot's changed in the last uh, 48 hours, except Wade Graham's announced he's retiring at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, you, do you want to pay tribute to him now or at some point down the road? Oh, we may as well get out of the way now, I guess. Um, yeah, what was his uh, 250th game for the club? The club put a dinner on for him and he decided to um, <laughs> to announce to all his mates and Everyone that he's played with over the last, what well, he's been at Sharks now for a good 10, 12 years, um, that he's going to retire at the end of the season. I, I expected him to go overseas, to be honest, and probably play another year over there, get a little bit more money. But um, looks like he's going to retire immediately at the end of the season. Fantastic ball player. One of the stronger uh, back rowers in defence for a long, long time during his career. Um Came through as like a schoolboy prodigy. He was going to be the next, um, the greatest half that was going to be playing all around the place and did a really solid job uh, there early in his career. And what more can you say about the bloke who represented New South Wales, Australia, did it with, um, did uh, did it at a very high level as well there for a good eight to 10 years of his career. Um, never really embroiled in a lot of controversy apart from the club wide one, which, which hit the Sharks back in 13. But, um, yeah, you know, clean skin, very strong player for many, many a year. Has faded over the last probably two years with cops and head knocks and obviously the body's starting to give out a little bit on him. But um, he's been one of my favourite Sharks to ever pull on the jersey that I've had the privilege to sit there and watch. And, um, yeah, tough as nails defender and a, and a pretty skillful ball player as well. I don't have much more to add. You've covered most of that. Uh, as you said, uh, at his absolute best was a... Was devastating in defence and and I think tough as now sums it up. Uh, so all the best to him. Obviously he'll look to finish the season up first, but uh, I imagine there's plenty of media work around. He's already popping up in tri- Triple M and uh, Fox Sports here and there. A bit of that. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes in as probably uh, some somewhere in the setup in the coaching department of the Sharks. Just generally, you see those guys that have been around for eight to ten years generally get a um a position somewhere in the back room of the club that they've been at, been at for all that time. So, Yeah, and uh, they can do a lot worse than keep him around, that's for sure. So all the best to him uh, over the next six weeks or so as they try and well, make the finals, I suppose. Uh, PCTC, Barn, how are we travelling? Yeah, well, so the leaders kicked out to 120 points overall. Um, it's going very well uh, for the season. Jen Jen is the leader again in the footy and Profies comp for the second year in a row. She's first in our comp, 12th overall uh, in the PCTC tipping competition. Equal with RAH3433, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> the numbers that are used at the back of that one. They're also on 13 points and um, running 14th overall, just with the margins there, the, the splitter. Jamie Keith's on 109, going quite well as well. Uh, but does that we do push back our third place of our comp is thirtieth overall in the PCTC. So um, this is obviously some uh, very good tippers in these competitions that we uh, we take part in constantly. Dagster's moved up to fifty third overall, eleventh in the Footy and Frothies competition on one hundred and three points, and myself I'm on ninety six points, sixty sixth overall, 
and 13th in our competition. Uh, I think the competition has 73 players overall, and we have 16 in our comp. So, yes. Uh, our mate Action Bailey didn't put tips in this week, which let me jump above him for some reason. I don't know what's happened there. And um, I climbed another spot over somebody else <laughs> that was there. Kind of sounds like Action is off discovering himself somewhere. So he was probably. He was, wasn't he? Sunning he was his testicles on the, on the mountain peak somewhere. So, hope he's hope he's recovering all right. The he ended up getting seven last week. So I did change my tip from the Tigers at the last minute did because the Sharks got up, and I went, "Well, that's my one upset for the weekend, so I'll take that." I, <laughs> and I changed back from the I, Tigers. I thought about doing the same, but I didn't. So. Yeah. Anyway, and I missed out on Manly, unfortunately, but um, write them off for the rest of the year. I think. Mm. Even though they're talking a big game at the moment, there's plenty of teams that are floating in and around that bottom of the eight that are all talking it up at the moment. So. Well, they're not going to talk it down, are they? No, of course not. But yeah, some of the some of the hyperbole coming out of these coaches in the last <laughs> couple of days has been pretty tremendous. I think, considering uh, where they're actually at. Yeah, I know. But you've got to say something, <laughs> unless you ain't Bennett. You, you do have, have seen to it. say something. Uh, what, and the uh, players aren't talking, so <laughs> well, that's probably the bigger issue. Uh, apparently, on that. There was very positive meetings today. They're confident they might even get a CBA out tomorrow. So can't wait for that to all go yeah, shit about 3 p.m. tomorrow afternoon, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> it's been some very positive chat over the last two days. So and see where that ends doesn't up. get his fucking spot the, at the table. Almond milk or something with his team. Well, apparently they're going to split. They, they're actually going to both concede, and Abdo and um, Newton are both going to step out of the room. So. Let's just see what actually happens. Might be a good step, eh? Anyway, we'll wait and see on all of that. We'll discuss that next uh, next week. What uh, we'll get some sort of resolution anyway at some point. Uh, anything else we need to talk about before we get into this preview? Um, no, there wasn't really. I don't think I can think of anything that's popped up in the last couple of days. Yourself? No, there was. Oh, Sam Verrills. If I didn't mention he was out for the season. Oh yeah, uh, going for cleanup surgery. Mm. Add that to the last three years, not been a fantastic time for him, but uh, right. hopefully, hopefully he gets gets a full full one under his belt next year because he's been pretty good. There's a few blokes you throw in that boat, um, Connor Watson and Jaden Braley and mm. Turbo, Turbo. But um, yeah, not much else to discuss. So let's get into round twenty four as we are steamrolling towards September, and we kick off Thursday night with the Seagulls hosting the Panthers. The, for the home team, Sean Cappy uh, is back and he fills in for Matt Lodge, who is out for the season. That is confirmed. Ben Trevojevic starts with Tulungi going to the bench. For Penrith, uh, they had named uh, essentially an unchanged team, but uh, this afternoon, Luai and I believe Dylan Edwards came out. but I don't no, know it was Kenny. Did. Oh, Mitch Kenny, sorry. Uh, They've lost half their spine. Luai and Kenny are out. <laughs> this uh, Luke Summerton's been granted an exemption to come into the team or the squad. Uh, Jack Cogger obviously comes in at six. No Tungo. There was some mail around from a man who knows, has heard from a dog that's heard from a someone that um, <laughs> potentially Edwards Martin and another could be in for a. Oh, in fact, Luke Summerton's starting. Just looking at this list. Uh, that uh, Edwards yes. Martin. Uh, and potentially someone else whose name escapes me, uh, thorough investigative work from me, uh, are all being rested. But we'll wait and see on that. Couldn't imagine. Yeah, I right. believe that too late. Uh, if that was to happen, I would assume 
Crichton goes back to fullback, uh, and the rest all sort of filter in. Tom Jenkins onto a wing and so on and so forth. Anyway, do we need to talk much about that or are Manly going to get towed regardless? You pull those three guys out. You take Edwards and Martin out. It evens up the evens it up a fair bit, I imagine. Um, still, Manly's still going to need to improve a lot in the in the forward ranks from what they've been putting out in the last couple of games because they've really been on the back foot for large parts of matches and been relying on DCE to kick them out of trouble, which has been yeah a common theme for probably three quarters of the year to be honest. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't tip Manly at all. As I, as I said a couple of minutes ago, I've, I think I've put a pen through them for the rest of the season. So even though they're only one point out of the eight, uh, this match up here probably spells the end of their hopes for the top eight. Unless, um, you know, a few of the teams around them start falling over left, right and centre. So I'm going with Penrith 13 plus. If Martin stays in the team, I'm actually going with a Martin double. I think he might score the first try with um, on that right edge. And man of the match performance as well. I've really liked what he's done the last few weeks and um, seems to be sort of building towards the back end of the year. But if he needs a rest, we, we might have to go look at somewhere else, depending on what happens there. But um, <clears throat> yeah, the, the matchups for mine, Penrith have got them. Yeah, we've, anyone who heard what we had to say on Monday night about Penrith, <laughs> there'll be no, I don't think either of us will be tipping against them for the rest of the year. No, uh, I am not. I'm going to tip 1 to 12, though. I just think this could be a. Uh, a comfortable one to twelve. That being said, but they might just try and um, get through this game all in one piece and uh, look to the week after. But uh, clear will kick them round. Make sure they do that in fine enough style. A good clash of the two best halfbacks in the game. I'm going to say first try scorer. Look, end of the day, we know that those manly edges can be problematic and individual class of. Even a Taruva, but a, a Crichton too are, are all going to trouble them. You know, first try scorer yeah. though, uh, Zach Hoskins backing up from last week uh, nice. in the edge. And I agree with you. I think those back rollers are both in the game, and I might have a, a double there of the two of them to yeah, share Sorensen some points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think they will cause plenty of problems. The, the Intrude Summerton is an interesting one for me. Does that um, that sort of points towards Sonny Luke's on the outer a little bit for mine? Well, he's still fourteen. So... Yeah, I, I know they they want to have a look at. They probably just want to have a look at the young fella, bring him in, and give him his chance. But it's, um, it's a little bit damning for mine. Maybe it's his role. Maybe they're just strong on your roles. Yeah. Twenty minutes, you just do your role well. I don't know. We'll find Absolutely. out. It, it could all change. Come, uh, maybe they've just slotted him because the other blokes come out. Just yeah, easy, just to swap one for one rather than shuffle the whole thing around. Yeah, yeah possibly. Uh, if uh, if two O is rested, I imagine Jenkins comes on to the wing. Mm-hmm. Six p.m. Your boys are in action. The Sharks hosting the Titans. Yeah. Points bet for the Sharks. Uh, I think we get to see Walatalo. He has been named after. Named. About a month. Didn't name the waiting. last two weeks yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, Col- Colhoun also is back on the bench from Hazelton, replacing Hazelton, who has a HIA enforced layoff for the Titans. Tino is back and swaps straight in for Mo. I suppose if you have to lose Mo, you may as well get a decent enough replacement. No AJ again. Uh, come, Jamin Jolliffe comes back in after a broken hand in. Uh, on the bench, we've got Cruz Lemming starting at 14. We haven't seen, seen him for some time. Uh, no other, nothing else outside the boxes. I just whipped through there. Uh, AJ, not even in the 22. No, Preston. Uh, Preston. Jaden Campbell is starting at fullback. 
be interested to see if they continue to build and do try and bring him back in for Shoop next week. Uh, this is an interesting game, man. What do you think? Yeah, it is a tough one. Also, um, Matt Moylan's at number Ten- 17. Tenet coming back in helps. Sorry? Matt Moylan's been named at number 17. Yeah, which is another interesting <laughs> interesting position to be. I think it's possibly a waste of a space, but you never know. Um, I think the Sharks off the back of what they did last week, if they can defend like they have the last two weeks, um, they should have enough points to be able to get in front of this Titans team, whether it's 1 to 12 or 13 plus. I think they'd be very buoyed on uh, what the from the from what they did last week and the combination between Trindle and Hines seems to be working a little bit better from last week to, uh, sorry, from the weekend before to last weekend. Trindle did take a bit of that seven role, and Hines played a little bit, uh, a little bit wider at times. And I think if that continues, they've probably got enough to maybe skip away at the back end of this game. The likes of Talakai and Mulatalo putting on a few tries um, against the the candidates that we say in Shoop Kelly and Sammy who have their defensive um, inefficiencies. I'm going to go Sharks 13 plus, but I think it'll be tight for a good hour in this game. Titans may even go out to a lead to begin with. Uh, hopefully the Sharks can reel that back in. Man of the match, Nico Hines generally always is. And I'm going to go with Mulatalo back on return after a crack in the jaw a couple of weeks ago as first try scorer over on that um, Sharks left edge. I have a gut feel this is a toss of the coin job here. I think this could be really close. I think this could they be... They have been much better, the Titans. I think they've, as we mentioned, have found a bit of steel in this last month. But uh, there's going to be points on both sides. This will be uh, Both teams will score at least 26 here, as is the pattern for the 26. Titans. Yeah, okay. I think yep. I think it could be 36 plays 32, something like that, because South's had their chance to score points against the Sharks team and didn't execute as often. I do think that... There is something to be said for confidence, and Sharks will have found some confidence out of that. Like you said, the combinations are good. And, and having said that, Sharks could have scored another two or three tries too. So I think there's points to be had on both teams. Uh, if this was being played at Seabus, I would almost tip the Titans, but I'm going to go 1-12 to 12 Sharks. I'm going to say that uh, this forward contest is what decides it. But I'm going to say for feeder scores first, I'm going to say I'm going to give Tino man of the match. I think yep. they're going to be the... Ooh. A real, it's going to be a real, real tough contest, and they're going yeah, to try to put the blue torch to um, this pack that's lost a bit of size with the loss of Hazelton. And as you said, not quite sure what the play is there with Moylan beyond sitting on the bench for seventy-three minutes. So we will watch and learn with all of that, unless there's some trick. I couldn't imagine him playing fullback or something. So, uh, no, I think it's more of a cover thing where, you know. A back rower goes out, maybe Trindle defends in the back row or something if a center gets knocked over. But yeah, I don't. It's a very, it's a very strange one for mine. Uh, what do we got? The line is ten. Interesting. Uh, we get to the main event on Friday: Broncos and Eels at the Gabba for Brisbane. They welcome back Adam Reynolds and Kobe Hetherington. Jordan Ricky is into the 17. He comes back onto into the starting lineup, in fact, which pushes Piakura to the bench, uh, joining Hetherington and Palacia. Uh, Dean Mariner onto the wing. Uh, Willison and Jensen both out of the side. Desen Ar- uh, Dejan Arcee is back in Parramatta Colours, playing in the centres this time. Uh, they've pushed out young uh, Arthur Miller. 
guy. Steven. Stevens. Steven. Uh, <laughs> and Brendan Hands is back in the 17. He is on the bench. Moretti, Madison, yeah. and Wiramu Greg all on the bench as well. They need every bit of that size. Andrew Davey has been named as start despite his uh, bump last week. Uh, this, well, let, let, let's be honest here. Eels were probably lucky to scrape past the Dragons last week. They're now coming against the second best team in the comp. I think they might get blown away up there at home. Uh, Gab is going to be a, a bit more, there has been a quicker surface than what we were getting dished up at Suncorp for a last part, a large part of this, which does suit both teams. Yes. But it's been a little slippery, but it still has been quicker than Suncorp, mm. that's for sure. Uh, they're going to go through their gears and, and beat this team 13-plus, the Broncos. Good things of the weekend. And those two centres that, that we raved about the other day are going to have a field day out there. Uh, of the I, th- weekend. I think there is plenty of talent in Assi, but I don't know how well he's going to match up being steamrolled by Katoni. And, and Tony Staggs, yeah. And thrown around by Katoni as well. Uh, in a mood. So I'm going to say first try scorer with him in the centres. Man of the match, it's probably going to be Payne Haas because he's just phenomenal and get uh, will enjoy getting stuck into Paulo and Offen Goway in the front row there, Van. He's looking for an extra couple of hundred K to be added to the contract exactly. as well, so <laughs> why not? Doesn't it? Um, I think this will be close for a fair way, to be honest. Um, I think, you know, Parramatta's now do or die stations as well. Similar to what you might see out of Manly, a lot of desperation in the first half an hour, 40 minutes. But um, Paris have got a fraction more class than the Manly side, and I think they will um, they'll, they will keep the scores relatively close. They're going to have to score some points to keep them close because, as you mentioned, I think um, Dejan Assi out there with um, young defending next to young Sean Russell, there could be an absolute field day coming for Katoni Staggs. And he's been in a mood for the last three weeks and seems to be getting better week on week. So I've actually gone the double with him. I've gone with him man of the match as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if he scores a couple and sets one one or two up as well uh, out on that right edge. I think the Broncos will just skip away at the last sort of 15, 20 minutes and make this score look much more um, further apart than what the teams will be for the first hour or so. But um, yeah, I think Param- well, Parramatta. This is this has got to be very close to their um their season for getting into the top eight. They've probably got one more chance after this, but dropping this game makes it near impossible. So they'll they'll put in and they'll fight for a while. But Broncos thirteen plus Stags man of the match. Stags first try scorer. In years gone by, this would be a game you'd almost tip power in. They do. They, well, they do match up well against the better teams yeah. for whatever reason. But they not. They do, yeah. They always knock off a Penrith or a Melbourne around a time like this. But I just don't feel like they're going as well this year. Simple as that. Yep. Bunnies cool. host the Dragons, three p.m. Saturday. So the Bunnies have gone uh, Sunshine Coast a week to Tamworth, Perth. a week to Perth, and then a week to Cairns. Uh, as we've said, that's a lot of. To travel for a team that's looked a bit at the end of its tether at times. In Especially that... at the back end of the year. It um, seems a bit crazy for mine. But... Mm. Uh, for the Barney, I know they probably didn't get a great deal of say in that, but it is a lot of work for him. Uh, no Tom mm. Burgess. He's out for three weeks. Shakai Mitchell comes back in to start at prop. Uh, Arrow is has been named, but obviously must be some question marks. Jacob Host is back into the back row. Chikam goes out, and Tane Milne is back on the wing for the Dragons. No Francis Molo, who has a HIA. Uh, Michael Molo starts. Murdoch Masilla at lock. Couchman onto the bench. 
and uh, Moses Suli is back after missing last week. Uh, Max Fane into the centres with no Zach Lomax. No Jack Bird either, which can't help. Strange one. Yeah. I thought he went quite well. Did he pick no, up an injured. injury? Yeah, he's, got a, he's getting his yeah, shot checked okay. again. Yeah. Uh, I, I I really, really was want to push to get South beat here. Unfortunately, with, yeah, Lom- me too. with Lomax out. And, and Dragons have been good for the last three weeks uh, by their standards, yep. as we've mentioned. Uh, and and, South have not. Yeah. Burns and Russell have been good. I just can't bring myself to do it. I think now Latrell's third up from the spell. He's, he'll start getting into his gears. Uh, their execution has been poor. I think if they can just match him for long enough, they only have to push out one or two passes and there's two tries. Uh, I think they'll find enough here to score 20 points, and that will be the difference. 1-12 to 12 South. Man of the match, Latrell. He does need to be actually winning some of these games for South. And first try scorer, Isaiah Tass out there on the way, somewhere between... Him, Walker, Latrell, and Johnston. I think he'll be Latrell the one that crosses first. Yep. I agree with everything you said. Um, obviously, I don't think South will let themselves be uh, dominated physically like they were in the early parts of last week, and um, that should set the game up for them nice enough. I'm going to go with Murray, man of the match again. Uh, ever since o- Origins finished, he's been their best. They're one of their top three players week in and week out. So I'm going to tip him for man of the match. I think Latrell might score the first try. Uh, he might just take it on his own. He might even score the first two uh, just to really make a point and then disappear into the ether as he does, <laughs> into the, into the, fold into the backfield somewhere and watch the rest of this game. Um, South's 1-12, Murray, man of the match, Latrell, first try scorer. 5.30, the Tigers host the Warriors in New Zealand. Uh, at Hamilton, where Asa Kapoa comes back into the centres with uh, Charlie Stange injured. Tupo goes back to the wing. Alex Swale back to the bench with Stefano Tukamanu back into the starting lineup. Uh, Sean Bloor back on to the bench as well, which pushes Matamua out of the 17. I would have liked to have seen him. Get a couple more runs under his belt. Hopefully he does. Yeah, absolutely. This last month, I liked a, the brief bits I saw from him. For the Warriors, Tuapiki will play at fullback in place of chance. And the rest is exactly what we saw last week. Fun. Yeah, Tuapiki's been okay in the couple yeah. of times I've seen him uh, step out for the Warriors. So I don't think they're going to lose huge amounts there. Um Big game for the Tigers. They've been when they've been in games, it's been their forward pack that's kept them in positions to be able to bomb tries, basically, which has been the story of their season. And I can't see them getting close to being in position to score tries very often in this match. I think they get pretty well uh, shut down in the middle of the field, and uh, I'll be surprised if you see more than one or two tries out of this West Tiger side. I think the Warriors just roll on and put on a bit of a show here back in uh, New Zealand at Hamilton, and yeah, I think you're going to see a 20-point gap by the end of this match. Warriors 13-plus. The match, Sean Johnson on his way to picking up the Dalian medal. I'm pretty sure it's going to go that way now. He's been in irresistible form for the last six weeks, eight weeks even longer, um, and I'm going to go with Rocco Berry to score the first try. Yeah, not much more to add. That Yes, Kapoor back into the centres does not fill me with any confidence for an edge that <laughs> was terrifying to watch last week. Uh, I would rather see young Josh Felady come into the side and at least get again get blooded, if you may as well, but 
we might be saving it one more just to not lead some lambs to the slaughters. I think they'll open up, and I think this will be a good 35 minutes where they're in the contest. It could be a six-point game, but once the floodgates open, it'll be one of those ones where momentum, the crowd, and more importantly, Sean Johnson will um, just put points on after points, and uh, it does it will get ugly, um, unfortunately, for Tigers fans. Our first try scorer, Dallin, out there, Barjanova Jr., and I know you've gone, Johnson, three points for the sake of the argument. I think Wade Egan will have a big game here. Uh, but That's very good. Uh, just so I don't say the same thing as you, really. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> the main event, for, main event from Allianz is an interesting one with the Roosters welcoming Dylan Napper onto the bench in place of Nathan Brown. It's not a sentence I thought I would have said 12 months ago. Uh, the rest is all... As what uh, as pretty much what we saw last week. Did Drew Drew Hutchinson didn't start at seven last week, did he? Uh, he's at seven. Smith is fourteen. It doesn't ring a bell, but I could be wrong there. I know he was in the team. Anyway, uh, for the Dolphins, Ray Stones back from a broken hand. Uh, he's onto the bench. Sase out of the side. Nickarima goes back to fullback. Hammer back to centre. And no Ewan Aitken, just scrolling through everything else. Uh, what you see is what you get. Ray Stone, Josh Kerr, Anthony Milford, Jared Wallace, the bench. An interesting one here because I think this is, is a decent enough matchup, but I, I think Roosters are finally starting to, uh, if not kick into gear, at least have, stopped, start, uh, have started to have stopped backfiring. Let's use that analogy. <laughs> and yeah, a couple of the individuals have been putting in nice performances. Well, there. And, if, and they're sticking with the trouble. ones that um, are doing so, like you see, Wong's the world. I think they've they found the key there with the, the three big guns in the back line or getting their hands on the ball much more. I think that'll be enough for them to beat the, the Dolphins at home. Uh, a Dolphins team that will concede points. Uh, I don't know if this will be especially pretty. Uh, and if you were going to tip Dolphins, I wouldn't say you were wrong. So... I'm going to say Roosters 1-12, to 12. man of the match, Joey Manu, similar to last week. I think him, Swaley and Smith all get in and uh, do plenty of work and try and work over Valance and New on that edge. Uh, and first try scorer, yeah, Swaley on the end of one of Manu's flick passes out here. Their combination, when they've got it right, has been very good. It just has been fleeting this year. Yeah, um, I was kind of keen on the Dolphins, but... I just don't think they'll be able to um, create the opportunities that they did against the Newcastle side last uh, last week. The um, the centre pairing and the the wingers it's just seem a little bit stronger in defence in this Roosters side than some of the other. Just might get you to check your mic connection, you Barney's starting to sound a bit like a Dalek. Yeah, so are you. So no, I don't know. Might be the a, that might be a yeah, yeah, back. connection right. thing. Might might have been the back. Okay. Yeah, you were sounding going. the same towards me, but. Um, yeah, I think the, the the outside backs just defend a little bit better from the Roosters than what we've seen out of Newcastle last week, and uh, they might be if they can keep the the Dolphins under twenty points. I think they've got enough in them just to get away with a one to twelve win against this Dolphins side. The um, the bench rotation will be interesting once these forwards start getting into that rotation. I think the the Dolphins do have a chance to possibly take over the middle there for um, you know that twenty thirty minute period, a little bit on either side of half time and. If they can do that, and um, some of the older fellas have still got some some gas in the legs, 
they might be able to put on a few points in and around that halftime period. But yeah, I'm going to stick with the Roosters 1-12. to uh, Tedesco, first try scorer, just on back, probably back on the back of inside of Manu rather than the flick pass on the outside. And I'm going to go with um, Manu, man of the match. He's for mine, he's been building last three weeks, been getting better and better and been close to their best at week in and week out for the last couple of weeks. So I think he might just have one of his better showings in this game and get them the win. Sunday kicks off at Amy Park with the Storm hosting the Raiders for the Storm. Uh, Hughes and Coates are back and in the side. Uh, Remus Smith also on the extended bench. Bronson Garlic comes onto the actual bench in place of Tyron Wishart. That pushes out uh, George Jennings and uh, Pezzett and the other fellow. Uh, uh, Seve and Tonopi sure. are still in there, but could replace, be replaced by um, by Smith. Uh, for the Raiders, the only change is Ethan Strange makes his first grade debut. Uh, the hype New South Wales half. Uh, who, from all reports, has a big future ahead of him, but he's starting in the centres. He's playing in the centres. Yeah, <laughs> so they'll, they'll ease him in softly, softly, I guess. The rest of their side uh, is what we saw last week. Trevelyan keeps that bench spot. Uh, we know that the Raiders have a decent enough record against the Storm of all teams. Uh, is the bounce back, though, for the Storm on here? Yeah, I think so. I don't think you generally see them get... Um... Completely outplayed week, like week back to back weeks. Jerome Hughes is a massive in, so is Xavier Coates. I just even Coates is just that, that. Even if they're not feeding him the ball along the back line, it's oh last tackle. What do we do? Just kick it to that motherfucker and hope he jumps over the top of somebody, which does happen half the time. So, and that's where I'm going first try scorer. I think it will be that kick to Xavier Coates for the first try for the Melbourne Storm side. Munster's been a little bit quiet for mine. He's been outshone by Hughes and um, Hughes and uh, Harry Grant from the last couple of weeks, and his running game seems to be a little bit better the last two weeks. So I've just got a funny feeling that when the the Raiders get a little bit tired, sort of towards the back end of the first half, maybe early in the second half, you might see Harry Grant go on a bit of a tear, and uh, not Harry Grant, Cameron Munster go on a bit of a tear and set up a couple of tries and maybe score one himself. So. I'm going to go with him, man of the match, and the Melbourne Storm. I want to say 13 plus. I think by the back end of this game, I've, I've really there've been some worrying signs from this Canberra side the last few weeks. They've really seemed to be getting towards the, the end of their petrol tank, and I think the Storm might light light them up in the last 10 or 15 minutes of this game. So, I'm pretty much thinking the same. I I, I think with any execution, Tigers beat them last week. Probably should have beaten them by a try, another try, let alone. Yep got past them. I think the execution of the Storm will do just that. I, I, outside of Tarpanay and Horsburgh, I think there's a lot of tired legs in this Canberra side. I think it's exposed here. I think I'm concerned about their, some of the edge defence. I'm concerned about um, losing Chris as well. So I'm not quite sure where their points are even going to come from, short of a foggy kick or some Kicks, individual, yeah. you know, or <laughs> White and really steamrolling a uh, just on that point, I think even if their forwards dominate for large periods of the game, I still can't see them getting away with this game. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's enough here from the Melbourne pack to at least absorb and uh, and push back through the game. We saw how good Appy was last week. I think Harry gets to really dominate Wolford. Wolford's not a... He's working nicely into first grade, but he's not a proactive uh, no, dummy half. Not. And I think Harry yep. 
will start, uh, as we say, at his best. He starts making that 10 metres look much bigger, and that's what's going to lead to him getting him out of the match. First try scorer. I'm sort of thinking the same way. Uh, but So I'm actually going to double down and go with Coates as well. Yep. Uh, is not really known for leaving the ground too much. So I'll come with you in regards to that. We wrap up with the Newcastle Knights at home against the Bulldogs, uh, who have a bit of a. I was thinking about this today. They, I don't want to say they're resurgent, but they have a bit of a smell that they could be a bit of a pain in some teams' backsides for the next couple of weeks, at least. Yeah, they've probably um, improved the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, they've just, better showings for the last two or three weeks. Now, well, now they've got Kickout back. They've got uh, Thompson on the bench for a couple more weeks. Uh, Liam Knight in. So they're just start, like their problems being size, and now they're starting to add some experienced size back in. Obviously, rusty yep. size, but it's there. Uh, <laughs> and the big in is Luke Thompson, who comes in for Harrison what? Edwards. Uh, apart from that, it's pretty much what we saw last week. Uh, same for oh, Newcastle lose Bradman best, which is a massive out. Uh, and Nari Tawala is not quite Bradman best, with all due respect. No. Uh, Jacob Saifidi has been named. There is a concern about him. Daniel Saifidi's on the extended bench as well. He may come into this team. Jack Hetherington, did he, is he back from his slap or was that last week? Yeah, no, he is. He's back as well. So they're, they're working, to, bar, bar, bar best, they're working towards being full strength here. Uh, is there an upset brewing? Oh, he's not named as an in, so he must have come back last week. Yeah, um, in my head, he, he didn't play last week. but I don't think so. I think Newcastle have been too fluid with their attack recently. Um and if they get anywhere near the 20-point mark, I think there's too many points for this Bulldogs team to chase down. Um, I can't remember the Bulldogs scoring over 20 too, too many times this year, so I think Newcastle have got a minimum 20 points in them in this game. Uh, I think you see some cutout passes to the likes of Marzu and, get, and um, Young to score some tries out on those edges. Uh, I think Marzu's up against young Blake Wilson, so he might have his hands full with, uh, with Marzu running straight at him. A uh, bit of a slider winger out there. So I'm going to go with Marzu, first try scorer. Newcastle, I think, will by the end of this game win by 13 plus. And it's been the Kalen Ponga show, and I think it'll continue uh, for the majority of this game. It's just about the form left edge of the competition, and I think that's where they're going to go early, but probably through most of the game. Uh, so I agree, Marzu, first yeah, try scorer. Well, interesting. Yeah, the, the, the missing link is Bradman Best, but uh, between Ponga, Hastings and Fitzgibbon, they'll work it out. Uh, so I'm <laughs> going to go Marzu as well. I think both wingers score in this game. And I wouldn't be shocked if this does blow out late. I'm going to go 1-12. to The score won't surprise me. I think I'm treating last week as a as a, an anomaly in terms of how close Dolphins got there. So... But still going one to twelve, but a, a comfy, comfortable enough one to twelve, uh, and they can set sail potentially on a finals berth. Man of the match, Kalen Ponga. He is red hot at the moment. Uh, do you need a minute for some disaster class? No, I'm all all good. Okay, I do. Right, we just had to check the video referee off air. Uh, apparently, I yeah, didn't. Stewards inquiry. Yeah, apparently, I didn't tip. <laughs> The right thing. Well, I tipped the wrong thing, in fact, because it lost. But uh, in real life, I backed the right thing. Anyway, um, landed my $700 multi last week. Didn't do it on air. So we'll move on. Tell us how much we're down now. Minus 810 for yourself. Minus $699.50 for me. Uh, shooting for the moon. 
Seven leg try scoring multi. Seven leg try scoring. Any try scorer. Uh, anytime try scorer. Anytime. Yep. Mazu, Young, Sorensen, Stags, Metcalf, Grant, and Latrell. Two hundred to one. All fifty on it. Latrell. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Let's hope that gets up, eh? Yes, let's hope it gets up. 50 by 200 to 1. Very good. It is shooting for the moon. I've gone... Um, what have I done? I've done Penrith, Cronulla, and Broncos, all 13 plus. I've had $30 on that at $7.20. And then I've had a three-leg anytime try score a multi. I've gone with the three fullbacks. I've gone Teddy, Latrell, and Ponga. To score at any time, that'll get you $7.30. Had $20 on that. Beautiful. Your, what do we got to do? What has got you frothing this frothing weekend, for. Barn? What's got me frothing? I'll Oof. go first for once. Uh, okay. I, I'm really looking forward to Friday night. I think there's points to be had. I think they're going to be wide open games. Both teams are going to score plenty of points. Well, four teams are going to score plenty of points. But ultimately, I think the top, uh, well, the favourites will kick away late. So I think some razzle-dazzle football on a Friday night has got me frothing. Very good. You've stolen half of mine, but um, oh, <laughs> good. Just uh, a side note, I was looking through the whole round of favourites. If you pick the whole round of favourites head-to-head, mm. $5.50 for the whole round of favourites. So to me, that says there's definitely going to be an upset. I was going to say, and now where I've gone straight away is to Sunday. <laughs> Uh, because that's what's been happening. The dolphins or the dogs uh, or something. Oh, no, Sunday, yeah. Dogs and Raiders, but... Dogs and Raiders, yeah. But um, to me, that just absolutely says, screams that there's going to be an out- upset. I already had a feeling there's probably going to be one or two big upsets this weekend. So St. George, uh, George are the ones I've just got a feeling. I was going to yeah, have one. Okay, I might I'll take the, the $6.50 there, St. George. My strongest feeling is probably the dolphins for an upset, but... um. Anyway, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. if you could stick to the, if you do stick to the favourites, I don't, I think you probably end up with maybe six or seven for the weekend anyway. But um, aside from that, my I'm profit for the Broncos Eels game. It's probably the biggest clash of the weekend. Probably has the most bearing on um, the the outcome of the top eight. Storm I think Raiders it's probably going. To, I think it's probably going to be the best game of the weekend. To be honest, I think it will be a cracker for 50, 50 to sixty minutes. There'll be um. Some entertaining football up there. That ground seems to uh, lend itself to some fast, free-flowing football with the the backs getting involved out wide. And yeah, I think that that probably be the best game of the weekend: the Broncos and Eels. So, good call. Uh, let me just have a look. Out of interest, now I'm thinking: Titans all up the Dragons is twenty-three bucks. If you are feeling oh. like an upset, I think I think Titans are. And not the worst hope on a, on Friday night either. The fact that all the favourites are around a dollar thirty just that tells me <laughs> screams that there has to oh. be a, there has to be an upset. What are we somewhere. doing watching AFL here? Get out of here, David. Now yeah, um, right, that's it. Goodbye. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, everyone. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. Check out rugbyleaguemerch.com. Uh, leave us some feedback on YouTube in the comments. Leave us some likes and all that stuff. It helps out. Threads, Footy and Frothies, Instagram. And Facebook, leave us some feedback through all of that. Uh, and we'll be back. Have to go to rugby league merch. 
Yeah. I've lost my beanie. I felt naked without it really? for like three weeks. I'm going to have to go and get another is. one. <laughs> we'll talk about that off air. Anyway, uh, thank you guys. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Good night, everyone.